One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The Small Business Show on IrishExaminer.com for a different view on Irish business. Welcome back to The Small Business Show. Now, animation has been one of Ireland's real positives in recent years, from cartoons to the gaming industry. But one of the best has been Oscar-nominated studio Cartoon Saloon. And on the line with me now is producer Paul Young from Cartoon Saloon to talk to me about what they do. So, uh, Paul, first of all, uh, thanks for joining us on The Small Business Show today. Yes, pleasure. Now, first of all, uh, Cartoon Saloon, uh, tell us what you do there. Um, well, we're an animation studio based in Kilkenny, so we do lots of different types of projects, mainly projects that we develop ourselves or we like to develop ourselves, or as projects that are really interesting to us. So like that ranges from um, feature film we're just finishing off now called Song of the Sea, which mm-hmm. is like Tom Ward's follow-up to The Secret of Kells. Mm. And we're in the middle of production on a TV series called Puff and Rock, which is for Nickelodeon and RTE, and that's... And we were sort of just in the beginning that process. And so that's got like Chris O'Dowd as a voiceover narrator. And so we're even doing just doing the voice records now and, and storyboards. And then Song of the Sea will, is a full length feature. Mm-hmm. And then also we do um, we do stuff for uh, television like uh, Moon Boy, the series Moon Boy, where that's we right, do yeah. some animation for that. So it ranges from like short films. We're also doing a short film at the moment. There's one out called The Legend of Phil from accounting that we did last year and there's mm. one in one in production now as well. So all kinds of things that have to do with drawing and animation. And in terms of your business model, I mean, what happens? You said you do things that you're interested in doing that grab your interests uh, and you kind of start working on them. Do you kind of do a, tr- a kind of a trial show and then you sell it off to the likes of Nickelodeon and or to if they like it? Or do you produce the whole thing and see who's going to buy it? How does it work? There's three of us in the company that are the creative partners and owners, which is Tom Moore, Nora Toomey, and myself. So any any um, any projects, we read them all, hmm. and then we will. And for the likes of Puff and Rock, for example, every project takes a long time to grow. We would create um, a small booklet or a Bible or a PDF or or some imagery, and I would then go to a lot of markets like Mipcom or Cannes Film Festival or Kid Screen in New York, and I pitch the ideas to broadcasters there. I'd have relationships with, with broadcasters and publishers and it's all sort of becoming very new now. There's a lot of publishers getting involved in, in animation as well now because they also want to get into television. So it's all melding a little bit as far as the the way shows are created and how they wind up being produced. So if I was to give an example, Puff and Rock was an idea nearly five years ago. That started with Tom when he was on a holiday and then it was a very broad idea then, and then with it, we put a sort of team around that to develop it, and that 
well, that wound up being created as a picture book between us and a company in Northern Ireland called Dog Ears, and then mm. we pitched that to Penguin, and Penguin wanted to publish the book and make a TV series, and it was funny because then we had Northern Ireland money and Southern Ireland finance and Penguin as a publisher before we had even a major broadcaster attached, but we had close to the budget for the series ready. So yes, the, the short answer to the question is we do test it with with the with the people who are going to buy it first. Mm. And is there a sense? Is there another aspect to it here in terms of merchandising, and, and it becomes almost like a, a merchandising deal where both go hand in hand. The cartoon matches the book. The book matches the cartoon. Yeah, well, I mean, at the very beginning, I mean, even with our shows going through, the first TV series we made back in, and it was out in 2008 on BBC and, and, and Cartoon Network, the hope is always, I mean, first of all, you want to make a good TV show or a book or a short film or whatever, you want to make that really good first, it has to be a level of quality, and then you hope that, you're always thinking in your mind, what are the other things? Because the most buyers and broadcasters and most people that get involved, because licensing partners get involved as well, they want to see... Whereas the money can be recouped and more money can be made of something that, you know, you put a lot of effort into making a TV series. It can take nearly two years. Mm. So you want to keep feeling that it's got, it's got legs just beyond the TV series. And that's where really animation is, is very strong. And when, and then have, making sure you have rights to exploit that. So we actually have a uh, licensing company as well. So we've got sort of Cartoon Saloon as an overall company and then we've got the Cartoon Saloon Studio but we also started the licensing company now too to help us manage those. And like, and instead of selling our rights to a sales distribution, we try to do much more of that ourselves now too, which also saves money on commission and things like that. Mm, and keep, so, keep, uh, it, keep it in-house. Yeah, try and keep as much in-house as possible, which in a way, we're over 12 years in the business now, so a lot of the time when we would make sales, we would be able to make those key territory sales, like for the UK or France and Germany in, in the films, and then you'd bring in other co-producers sometimes. But So we're trying to more and more to hold on to and then hire in. We, we've hired a salesperson now to represent Puffin Rock, for example. She's working on a retainer for us and... On a, on a commission and then she sells internationally for us and she has all those international uh, relationships for mm. buyers all over the world so uh, but definitely for licensing um, the, the funny thing with the Penguin was is that we wa- we intended to make it a series I didn't we didn't really get much bites from broadcasters when I initially pitched it out so then we said we had all this beautiful artwork and an old friend of mine came from London Laura Campbell to set up a publishing company in Derry and she worked on Peppa Pig in London in the past and it was contender there and which is now E1 Entertainment mm. as a development person we asked her to have us develop it she said and then we thought well why not make, we, between us we'll publish a book so between Cartoon Saloon and Dog Ears we, we, we printed and produced about 2,000 books or something or 1,000 books just to sell locally ourselves to see just so that we made something out of the project and that was the book that Penguin saw, and it was just nice to have something that they saw, all right, this is what we would like to do with our Puffin label, we kind of would like to rebrand it a bit, and this is the perfect book. And because they were trying to get into television and, and new media and cross-media and all that kind of stuff, they um, they became partners over the whole brand, not just for the book and the series, but they've become kind of creative partners over the entire Puffin Rock you know, mm. adventure, as it were. Mm. 
So that was a new, that was a new thing for them. That was the first time Penguin has ever invested in a brand new original concept that mm. wasn't either a series or previously a book. Looking through your portfolio of of animations, it seems as if it's not just a visually in terms of the animation that's on screen, but but color wise, your colors are very vibrant, or certainly the colors help to set the mood of the of the animation as well. We kind of developed kind of a house style, but we don't kind of like that either. We like to think that every project we we make is different. I think the the, the true line between them all is that they're all fairly original looking, because we're never we love Pixar films and Disney films. If I was to if I was to focus on them. Um, Feature films, for example, because we're trying to set a bit of a stall up for ourselves as a feature films. I think the important thing is to kind of stand out. But also, naturally, we just, I mean, we're all, we, myself, Nora, and Tom all went to college together. And I did illustration, Tom did animation, and we all wound up in a body firm. And Nora was a, an animator as well uh, there as a student. So we all have that background. So we're all fairly we all know what we like, kind of. So we're we, we we're pretty good as producers in seeing, you know, what we like visually. And then when when a, when an idea comes on board, we just think about what suits that better. I mean, for example, the Secret of Kells was about the book Kells, and so the style of that is incredibly flat and almost iconic, and it derives from the book of Kells. So the subject matter usually dictates what. How, how the thing looks mm. and then over the years we've kind of had students that have come to us that like our style and then those like either like Song of the Sea for example is it's kind of the visual look of that in the backgrounds and stuff was really more Adrian Mergeau's style who who's a, a French animator who came to us when he was a student way back when we were in the middle of the Secret Cows has been with us on and off since doing different projects and he's the art director of Song of the Sea so in a way his we influenced his style when he came here and now his style has taken over and he's sort of influenced the backgrounds for Song of the Sea with Tom and Tom's character design is influenced by that so oh, it's all a very nice kind of um, team effort and collaborative effort but mainly I think it's because there's a lot of people who go out and produce like kind of CG feature films to mm-hmm. imitate the Pixar's and the Disney and they do it at half the price and I think you can see it and we have no money. We don't have those budgets to do that kind of thing. So what we try to do is, with the money we can get, make something look very original. And then at least if you're, you know, looking at a shelf space, our videos or DVDs or our posters on a on a VOD platform or somewhere digitally, mm. we kind of make a mark for ourselves so, you, so we can kind of stick out. I mean, there's a studio, the Studio Ghibli who did all the... Um, Absolutely, the, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. They kind of stand out mm. over the years. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. they have a great advantage that the Japanese animation industry is bigger than the car manufacturing industry in Japan as yeah. far as the amount of money that's made mm. with animation over there. And they have a massive local audience that really loves animation and consumes it. The trouble here for us in Ireland is there's not a great... The audience isn't as familiar with animation, different animation. Mm. We're very saturated with... Western American animation and US and from North America, but even in France they have a better audience for um, different looking animation and animation that comes from books or different styles of animation. Mm. So we're trying to tap into. We have a lot of people from Europe and we like we love kind of European looking animation and it just looks so different and all that bandazine which is like the comics to have in Europe that you'd never really see here in the UK and Ireland so our part of our job is trying to educate our audiences here that look, there's all the stuff out there and I know as you mentioned at the beginning there you're working on Moonboy and uh, Song of the Sea as well is another part of your um, 
your portfolio going forward. So given all that in mind that we've just talked about as well, what are the future plans? What, what can we expect to see from Cartoon Saloon in the next couple of years? Well, we've got, really, we've got some really interesting developments going on. And in the past, we've done, and Song of the Sea is a European co-production, and it's, mm. and it's great that we can co-produce with countries in Europe and we know people around. And Secret of Kells was like a French, Belgian, Irish co-production, you know. Mm. And the Song of the Sea is also Danish, France, Luxembourg, Belgium, and Ireland. Quite a big collection of co-producers, and we managed to do that. But we're also being approached now by um, people in the U.S., to try and uh, co-produce as well and at the moment we have it's a really interesting project and it's probably going to be the next one after Song of the Sea Song of the Sea will come out most likely in it'll definitely come out in France in December and probably the new year end of the year or early very early next year in the US and UK and Ireland in cinemas Hmm. so we'll be trying to push that um, towards the end of the year and running up to it now but the next probably feature we're going to do is a feature called The Breadwinner. And Nora is going to direct that. And it's based on a book called The Breadwinner, which is quite a challenge. The challenging book for young adults that it sold a lot of copies in North America and around Europe about an Afghan girl who, under the Taliban, must disguise herself as a boy to earn the bread for her family. Mm. Because the father is unfairly imprisoned for being an intellectual. So it's a challenging subject matter, but something that really... You know, you feel good about getting up in the morning about because absolutely, that, yeah. you know, it's a big, it's a big topic at the moment and something we really like to shine a light on, which is like you know, um, just the the trouble women have in that area and just education and education for women in in, in certain parts of the world. Mm-hmm. And this story is the story. The way we're doing it because we're doing it in animation, it'll kind of it's a tough subject matter, but we're hopefully through animation we can make it easier to, to digest if, if that's the right way to put it in one sense mm. because she's great the character has a fantastic imagination in it and she and in one sense she's completely liberated because when she dresses a boy she gets to go outside and do stuff so I mean that movie is we're, we're talking to really interesting people now from all over about trying to fund that it came from people who found us from Canada who bought the rights to the book it's a Canadian writer originally mm. and uh, we just jumped on it to co-produce so between us and Canada, we hoped, and and some private investment from Asia and and in LA, we might get uh, get that into production next. Absolutely fantastic! So yeah, yeah, brilliant. Paul Young, producer at Cartoon Saloon, and if people want to find out more, they can find out more at cartoonsaloon.ie. Cartoonsaloon.ie is the website. Uh, Paul, thank you very much for joining us on the Small Business Show. No problem. Thanks, Keith. Now in part three, filling those empty tables and chairs with Tempster. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.